I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite- Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now, I don't need to go to Mars, because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then, I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota. So little time. Hello and welcome to episode 112 of the StarCast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I am your host, Jake Barros, and I am joined by my fellow gamers, Shannon Grixty. Howdy. And Matthew Zamari. For a second there, I thought you were just going to give him the full name treatment and not me, so... <laughs> and Matt. I just really Matt shorted Vito Zamari. Oh, that's, that's going not- too far. That's not your middle name. That's that's just going too far. And then, yes, it is. <laughs> Vito? Yep. Really? What do you mean? It's on Facebook. It's like on Facebook. <laughs> I, ha- I honestly haven't really read into it too much. I just it's, remember his name coming up every time I go to tag him and it's really long. But It's I don't on Facebook. It. It's in every article I write. Speaking of which, I went to comment on an article as myself today and then realized that it was an article that I authored and that <laughs> was really awkward, so... What were you going to say? Like, whoa, this article's really well written. No, it was uh, something like it's really small, and I was going to write, that's what she said. I knew that. I knew when you told me that's what you were going to say. (laughs) (laughs) So, I didn't bother asking what you were going to write. So, Uh, yeah, that that would have been really awkward had I commented on (laughs) what would have looked like my own article. So, that would have been great, because then someone could have commented back, being like, no, that's what you said, Matt. No, going move to, along. Going move along. Okay. Going yeah, thanks, guys. Well, anyway, we've got a ton to talk about on this cast. Obviously, right this moment, Gamescom is happening. We're not going to delve in too deep because we're going to wait for the guys to come back from there to tell us all about it. Uh, but we do have some other news to announce along the way. But before I do, I thought I might just swing over to you, Matt, really quickly. You did have a chance to review Sonic Mania. Can you, in like two minutes, tell us what you thought about that? Uh, I can give you like a 10-second rundown. Is It's my <laughs> game of the year by the damn thing. Um, really? No. Um, I've been keeping an eye on it for a while because uh, when it was announced, it looked really interesting. And... I got to play it on the Switch, which I think is probably the best experience because, you know, Nintendo consoles have have that sort of old school feel compared to like the PS4, you know, because like, it's plus it's a handheld. So, you know, you really get the sort of the experience. But um, yeah, uh, getting into Sonic Mania, I, I would be putting it at the like high up on the list of game of the year only because it really feels like it was a game that could have come out 20 years ago. Uh, in the Sonic series, uh, basically it's, you know, the developers, uh, Pagoda West and, oh, I can't quite think of the other one right now, but 
they they've done a really good job. Um, you know, they've brought back a lot of retro stages, but they've also got a couple of new ones done in the same vein. And, you know, it doesn't take a step out of place. It feels like the old games, even right down to like the nitty gritty and, you know, like the, the issues that people had with the older games, they're kind of still there. Mm. Uh, so yeah, no, it's, it's a really good game. And, you know, the only, the only downside about it is the fact that it didn't get like a physical retail release. It only ended up being digital, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was weird because um, Forces is getting physical. Yeah, so that that's the only draw card for it. But otherwise, yeah, it's it's a really good game and you should get on it. Because I, I haven't really looked in too much about it. But like what you're saying is like it's a it's not like a, a remake, is it? Like it's something totally new, but in the same style. It's 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 on the verge of being between a remake and a brand new game because I mean right. it runs off it runs off a newer like a slightly newer engine because uh, it was made by people who had actually ported uh, like Sonic Two and Sonic CD over to mobile. An platforms. Australian guy, isn't it? I think I think so. Yeah. Um, and they'd also worked on uh, like the the fan based Sonic Two HD, which was you know a, a project aside from Sega. The, you know they weren't working on it um and and yeah they got you know they got this guy in and, and work with a team and they they crafted it you know to to basically look like a, a mix between uh the sega mega drive and the sega saturn sort of graphics wise the music is you know practically the same it's slightly updated mm. um but yeah no it, it feels like it 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 fits the it fits the current theme of you know revamping retro titles and actually doing something really good with them. I mean, like you know we had, um, you know we had Crash come out this year, um, and now there's like a new Sonic title. Um, it's just insane. So yeah, Bubsy. Let's not go there. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's, and let's you um, what did you what did you give? What did you give it in the end? I gave it a nine. Um, wow. Nice. I wouldn't have given. I would have given it a ten, but I think that yeah, those issues, the issues with the game, you know, that feel like they were issues twenty years ago that haven't been fixed were the only thing that let it down. So nice. Well, if you guys want to read that review a little bit uh, further, you can check it out on our website, pressstart.com.au. But let's move into some of the main stuff for today's cast. Obviously, Gamescom. Let's chat about that first, guys. We want to kind of hear what your highlights are thus far. Um, There has been some announcements. There's been some new footage and gameplay trailers and things like that. So, Shannon, so far of what we've seen, currently it's still happening while this is being recorded... What has been the highlights for you? Um, I would say Jurassic World Evolution was a nice surprise slash something I would consider playing and just the hype around it has been quite amazing. Can you give us a quick rundown for those who haven't heard about it? It's basically like SimCity, but instead of SimCity, you're controlling Jurassic Park or Jurassic World as it's known. It's like a spiritual successor to... I think it's called Jurassic Park Genesis, which was actually an Aussie-made Super Nintendo game. I could be wrong. Hmm. But yeah, it's it's basically theme park or SimCity, but it's Jurassic World. So you're breeding dinosaurs. They've got a life of their own, essentially. Cool. Yeah. Super, it's not... I, I would not usually play that type of game, to be honest, but I'm a massive Jurassic Park fan. So Did I think we, I'd at uh, least give it a go. 
did we get like a a date or anything like that yet? I think it's early to mid 2018. Early to mid on PC, PS4, and Xbox. I think it was. Interesting. Yes. But yeah, that was a nice surprise. The only thing really in Xbox's thing that was worth looking at. Yeah. Because, I mean, what the other like the other main thing they announced was what? Xbox One X slash Scorpio stuff, right? Yeah, the Project Scorpio edition of the Xbox One X. Which, uh, how Which is we that knew going? about, though. It's, oh, yeah, we did. But. It's sold out. It's just an Xbox One X with Project Scorpio in green etched onto the controller and the console. Kill. Bit yeah, of an that's, overkill. That's it. Bit. It's like the day yeah. one edition, really. They just haven't oh. really detailed when they're going to actually now release the, just the plain Xbox One X. How weird. Like, why not just score, call it, like, Scorpio? If they're, like, just going to yeah. do an edition like that. I think it's but. like a tribute to hardcore fans and also so people aren't confused with it just being Xbox One X. I think there's a two-part approach to why they did that. Yeah, I think right. it's so people knew that it was Project Scorpio. Fair enough. I Are think there's gonna- a branding there's a branding issue in that too, in that, yeah, if they had have called it Project Scorpio, you would have had brand <laughs> confusion because it's like, oh, is it, you know, is it still an Xbox One? Is it Project Scorpio? What is it? You know, so... But now we've got now we've got Xbox One, Xbox One S, and Xbox One X. That's a lot car, of Xboxes. Car companies do the same thing, though. I mean, like you know, you get you yeah. Know, but then we're going to end up just having like the next Xbox. Like, surely, what? How how many years now has the next generation been out? Like, we're only five a few, years. What halfway? Halfway? Normally ten years? No. Less. Yeah, well, Ten. now that we've had these halfway points, like, who knows? Yeah. True. Halfway point true, true, upgrades. True. Yeah. Are you guys going to get a Xbox One X? Um, I've got the TV for it. Definitely not this year, because there's nothing I'd want to play, where next year there's Crackdown, State mm. of Decay, a few other things that are coming out in March to June. So, yeah, I don't, even if we get sent one, I'll probably just leave it at the office, to be honest. Like, I have no need for it to be under my TV. I haven't used my Xbox One in months and months and months. Fair. Fair, 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 fair. What about you, Matthew? What was your highlights thus far for Gamescom? Um, to be honest, not much has kind of stood out for me. Mm. Um, I don't know, like... It's it's news. A lot of the news that we've heard is either stuff we kind of already knew, or the stuff that's broken hasn't been amazing. Um, I think that excited me the most was probably Age of Empires four, oh, uh, yeah, uh, and the remaster of two and three. Uh, I mean, we we got a HD version of two not too long ago released on Steam, and that was great just to bring back memories because. You know, you could you could now play Age of Empires two sort of you know in a in a better graphical sense on on more modern computers, uh, but I don't know. Like I'll see we'll see how it goes because it was only really like a cinematic trailer. It wasn't you know like a gameplay trailer or anything. So we know it's yeah. coming, but we don't know what it looks like. Um, and having said that, I was not really a big fan of three. I just couldn't get into it. Um, it could have been the fact that I played too religiously. It could have been the fact that, um, you know, it was it was sort of like a, a graphical upgrade or whatever. But I think if four kind of feels more like two, 
then I will absolutely love the crap out of it. Um, if not, then I'll probably just end up picking up the two remaster and, you know, being satisfied with that. Um, but yeah, uh, as for like, you know, picking up a Scorpio or Xbox one X or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I look at it as in like, you know, it would probably be a paperweight if I had an Xbox one at the moment. So it'd probably be just an even more expensive paperweight that would sit around and not really do much. So even your PS4 is just a rocket league machine. Really? (laughs) Yeah. At this stage. Yeah. It's a rocket league. And, and you know, whenever I've got, whenever I've got to review something, that's I'll turn it on and play that. But, um, you're going to love rocket league on the switch. I would actually, I'll I'll be playing it all the time. with I, I am so keen for rocket league on the switch. I think like the switch is probably overtaking the PS4 as my main console right now. Um, yeah, so it's a yeah, it's a amazing thing, but yeah, you know, like nothing, nothing personally has stood out for me to want to purchase a Microsoft console. Um, so yeah, at this stage, I'll kind of just leave it to the wayside, and yeah, yeah. All mm. I've really wanted to play on the Xbox One was Tomb Raider, which was only exclusive by uh, yeah. And I do like Dead Rising games, but they usually come to PS4 as well eventually. Most yeah, of them. That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. There's nothing really that interests me on Xbox. Like, it, like w- Xbox 360, like, there was tons of games, and I'm like, yes, yes, got to get one. And then that was the yeah. only time I had two consoles, like PS3 and a Xbox 360. Um, but, yeah, there's just been nothing. Nothing that I've gone, God, I wish I had an Xbox, even if it was, like, for, like, three games. But, mm. yeah, not at all. So, I don't know. Hopefully... I mean, we've only got a, what, a whole list of, of games at the moment for the Xbox One X that are just being enhanced. Yeah. Like there hasn't really been, like, uh, what what word am I looking for? There hasn't exclusive. been, like, yeah, exclusive kind of, like, Xbox One X titles yet, right? Um, no, there won't be, I don't think. Like, not that are exclusive to One X. There's, like, Xbox One oh, exclusives. Oh, yeah. But, like, I mean... I, I guess in a sense, like made for the Xbox One X, and yeah. they just happened to make other versions for the others. But yeah, I don't know. Um, but speaking of games, Carl, I think you like obviously big Star Wars fan. I'm loving all the uh, extra little gameplay things we've seen out of that. Some of them we have already seen, um, but the the space battles are looking quite cool. However, I'm still. I don't know. They haven't really shown it in a in a trailer yet, so who knows? But I'm still I'm still sad that you can't land in a ship and get out like you could in the old old Battlefront games, and like yeah, destroy you, it from the you, inside. Uh, I think you can in the the uh, the mode that I played at E3, can't you? I don't know. You were or the maybe only one at E3. <laughs> nah, maybe you can't. You can get in from the land, but I don't know if you can get back out of the ship. I think it's you're in there until you die from memory. What like but you go from the planet? Or <laughs> no, it's still like air combat above the ground. Like yeah. it's not like you go from like ground to the space. That would be cool. Uh, we're making ourselves sound like such astute gamers. Well, you said you said <laughs> shut you can't up. Get out since you got in. I was like, what? <laughs> there is a moment when you like get into your ship. I, yeah, I don't know, but Let's it continue. is cool. I think it is quite cool that um, there's obviously a lot of like hero based stuff within the yeah, space combat. the ships as well is really a really cool well, i didn't yeah, pick up the i didn't pick up the first game but this one this one's looking really good um like i was on the, i was on the fence for 
you know, a long time looking at it going, do I want it? Do I not want it? You know, and there was, there were things in it that I wanted to play, but I think even playing it at PAX a fair bit, it was like, it it was fun, but it wasn't something I really wanted. But the second one, like the content looks like it's expanded out. And I think we've spoken about it before, but the best content for the first one was in the DLC, which A, you had to pay for and then B, because people were paying for it. There was nobody in those match types. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing too. Like there was just like the first one did really well for what it like presented. I think, but there just wasn't enough in there to keep you going. Whereas yeah. I like think it was with fun. One, yeah, oh well, yeah, definitely it was for a ton like of fun. A, a week or so. Yeah, but then I think with this one, with it expanding across the the you know three trilogies. Yeah. Um, you know, and having all those characters in it, all those multiple heroes you can play as, all those different like I guess planets and things that you can go to like i just i th- just think it's going to have much more variety that yeah you're going to i get agree. sick of which is what the originals kind of had too so mm. i can't wait to play as jar jar i'm so excited i don't think that's a thing but i, also, I did ask the the lead producer and he laughed in my, in my face <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk god yeah they should have like a a, a mode where it's like kill jar jar binks it's like a Everyone no, versus him or just something. Just everyone has to be Jar Jar. Oh, God. Okay. That would, that would be good, actually. And you can only slap. There's no guns <laughs> and no lightsabers. <laughs> Matt, you would live for that. <laughs> I'd stream that every night. That would be, like, just what I would do. That's weird. And the Jar Jar slapping league. game. Anyway, keep, uh, keep an eye out on the website, guys, for more Gamescom news. Like I said, next week we will be uh, probably discussing a little bit further with Brody and Mehdi uh, being back. And uh, hopefully at least one of them can come on the cast and tell us all about their experience. Especially with Brody, how he went on the plane for the first time. Um, but moving right along, uh, some really... I don't know. I don't know what you guys will call this, but like some really kind of weird but also ironic kind of news comes out of EB Games Uh, as of today actually EB Games is launching a game renting slash subscription service called Swap and Play so we did receive some information from EB Games that they have launched a renting slash subscription service it is currently only in southern Australia so for South Australian residents Uh, but uh, essentially, what you can do is pay about twenty dollars, nineteen ninety-five a month, and you can rent any pre-owned game under fifty dollars and play it for as long as you want, and take it back whenever you want. There doesn't seem to be uh, a limit at the moment. What do you What do you think about this, Shannon? You You wrote this up. You yeah. probably the one that received the info. What did you think when it came through? Um, not really surprising. Like I think EB more than ever would be noticing that a lot of people. Uh, what people call EB renting games, which is just returning them within seven <laughs> days. And that's all the comments that we're getting is, oh, EB already had this service, EB, yeah, sorry well. not. Um, so I think this would be there to try and prevent that because I think that would be killing their margins quite a bit. I, yeah. I think it's not a bad idea. Like someone, whether it's a uni student in holidays, they want to play like an unlimited amount of games for three months. Like this makes sense to them. Like obviously... There's no video easy or blockbuster anymore, so you can't just go and no. rent a game for a weekend. If there's something you want, you have to drop $50, $80, $100. So I think it'll do well. And this is the way of the future, I guess, companies selling like service-based products rather than just one-off games every six months. 
Yeah, it is true. And I mean, think like, think of all the games they've got sitting there that would never sell seriously. Yeah, Pre- well, pre-owned games. I mean, well, that's my thing. Like, I don't like. I don't know. I don't. I haven't kind of scrumbled through the uh, pre-owned section for a while. But like, Matt, do you reckon like it be like? Do you reckon there's enough in there for pre-owned like new and old games of it? You know, old obviously. I I reckon I reckon it it. It opens up a new avenue for them because, like, as, as you know, Shannon said, there's going to be a lot of, you know, copies sitting around that they're not going to sell. Um, but at the same time, you know, it it's almost a try before you buy. Like, if you want the game, you could buy it in the end, you know, wait till it goes on sale or something. Or I don't know if they'll offer that, you know, post-rental or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you know, it's it's an interesting thing, and I mean, yeah, like with with no no video easies or civic videos or blockbusters being around, there's no real way to rent games except for the the 14 day EB current rent policy, which people use and abuse, um, you know, to try games before they buy them. Um, so yeah, like it's it's an interesting niche thing, but I mean, like if yeah, they'll they'll if they'll get a dollar out of it, they'll get a dollar out of it. It's better than sort of, you know, having stock sitting around, occupying space and not doing anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I don't see, you know, too much of an issue with it. Um, so. Would you ever do it? Like, take the press start side of it, obviously. Just get all the free games that you want. But. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe. Like I guess I guess I guess what it does is it also offers the fact that like if you want to play a game but you don't really care about owning the game and it it occupies the space between owning a physical copy of the game mm. uh and owning a digital copy of the game you know like digital copies of course you can delete and re-download physical copies you can buy play and then they sit on your shelf forever I guess that this kind of works in the fact that like you can buy you can rent it play through it, and then at the end, you know, return it. And, you know, you've got the experience without having to bother about, you know, having something that you don't need anymore. Yeah. So I guess it works for that in-between kind of thing. And, I mean, you know, it, it'll cut down a lot of sort of, you know, people buying things and then returning them or, or trading them in and complaining they're not getting the value for them or anything. So mm-hmm. Obviously, though, like... It's only happening in South Australia, so like, it's a it's a trial to some extent, right? Yeah. So, how many stores that does South Australia have? Like one? No, I'd say twenty. I thought oh, you were going to say two. Oops. <laughs> um, like, this is a Brisbane, mate. Yeah. Just, wait, no, that's an insult. Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah. What like? Because at the moment, there's no limit on how long you can keep a game. So, there's really nothing stopping someone from, like, own, like essentially owning one. But well, I guess you have to pay. Yeah, that's... Like, and it's it was a, weird. It's only so one the, at a time? Well, the, yeah, it's one at a time. But the information I got was very top line, which makes me think, like, there's got to be some, like, non-return fee and stuff. But that wasn't outlined in the thing that I got. Sent. Yeah, there, there would be. Like, there'd be, like you know, rental agreement kind of thing. They'd be like, you know, a direct debit thing so that if you didn't yeah. return it after a certain while, they deduct a certain amount from your account. Um, they'd have, they'd have like, caveats in place to stop people from abusing the system. 
because um, guaranteed there will be people trying to abuse the system. Um, oh, 100%. I can think of a few sneaky DVDs that got stuck behind the couch or lost uh, once My when Blockbuster... What? No. Was that your one of your things, Shannon? Are you having flashbacks right now? Can we not kink shame in here, please? <laughs> but yeah, my, I mean, fair enough. Like, it's not a, it's not a bad idea, but yeah, like, uh, I, like I mean, I, I think they have nothing to lose. Like, honestly, oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I just wonder how, how, how it will do if it goes national. Um, yeah, well, would be I guess you know. This is the, that's the tri- that's the whole point of the trial thing is if they if they can make a dollar and it, and it works or the system works so doing the trial also helps them refine it as well so you know um, yeah. if Act- certain things work or don't work now that then I- they can adjust them for different states so yeah Sorry, sure. I was gonna say now that I think of it I think it'll be good for like parents with younger kids mm. as well like obviously they don't want to spend money on buying them games but at least they'll be comfortable paying $20 a month in the school holidays or whatever for them to just pick a game and take it back when they're finished with it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't yeah, I don't think it's going to appeal to the hardcore gamers, to be honest, but I don't think that's what EB want to appeal to with this. No. But it also goes so back well, to, yeah, with that school holidays thing, like, that's another thing in that parents can rent games and determine or not whether or not they're actually good for their kids. You know, it gives yeah. them that that option oh, well. as well because you know you, you turn, get a lot of you turned out all right mate yeah <sighs> um you get a lot of retailers uh where pe- parents will buy a game uh for birthday yeah. or christmas or whatever and you yeah, know then they turn same. around that they don't want it for their kids so then they can yeah. take it back and yeah yeah a bit tester nice well i guess we'll see you know how it goes yeah. and how long it takes to get to our ends but um yeah it's quite quite interesting we'll definitely be watching that space for sure um another space that a lot of gamers were very interested in watching was something that uh playstation had uh i guess teased a little bit um when was that when yesterday the day before monday night i'm gonna say monday night yeah monday night and they announced it yesterday so you know they they revealed a, a little a little screenshot, or was it a video initially? I don't know. Anyway, um, like a little GIF, a ten-second GIF. Yeah, a little, a little GIF of a of a red blanket over the top of something, and a lot were speculating. Oh my God, they're about to announce the PS5 or something grand like that. But instead, they had uh, announced a limited edition PS4 for Gran Turismo Sports. Um, which, like, I mean, out of out of all the special editions, it's not a bad-looking console, I might say, as well as the controller. Yeah. Um, it's, qu- it's quite nice-looking, but a lot of the uproar was that it didn't... It's not coming in a pro. Is that the, yeah, the that, actual thing? That's the issue, especially because, like, Gran Turismo Sport is meant to be, like, one of the showcase games for PS4 mm. Pro and 4K and HDR, which <laughs> you can still, if you've got a pro, like... No, it is an issue. I can see why it's an issue. Well, yeah, I mean, like, Gran Turismo, it's already, like, a stunning game already. Like, a lot of people yeah. are like, oh, my God, the graphics. The, and to not have that in a pro sense yeah. is, is The huge. issue is, like, you can't release something like this in both the PS4 Pro and a Slim at the same time because that just confuses people. Well, do you think that they'll bring one out eventually for nah. the Pro? No, not, not like at all. this. No, nah. because that just oh. it confuses people. And obviously, I get it, the fact that a lot of people probably are waiting for it 
GT game to buy a PS4. Like, there hasn't been a one on PlayStation 4 yet. So, PlayStation would be just making it the most accessible, cheapest console they can. Mm. Yeah. Here's the thing that I don't get about, like... I, I understand why there'd be a bit of an outrage that they didn't release it in the Pro, but why, like, why would you want a, you know, to release it only in the Pro? Because uh, then, you, then you'd then uh, you risk backlash of the people going, oh, why do I have to buy the more expensive console to get the fancy one? Like, I get that the Pro will take, you know, yeah. will hopefully take full advantage of, uh, you know, GT Sport and make it look really good, but at the same time, um, you know, you'll get people who, again, who are holding out to buy a PS4 who may not want to fork out the, you know, the premium for the Pro. Yeah. Um, you know, so then they'll just buy the, the fancier standard console. But, you know, like, they don't... The, I don't see, you know, why they would do it in just the Pro because then you'll have people going, oh, why do I have to buy a Pro to get the fancy console? Um, yeah, but I just don't, don't you also I, think that, like... I don't Grant- think... Sorry. I was just going to say, don't you think Gran Turismo is kind of like a more hardcore gamer game? Like, the people that are going to be playing it, like Shannon said, will probably already have a pro, rather than those that haven't bought a PS4 yet and they're going the slim option. I'd say say yes and no. Um, I'd say that there are a lot of sort of, you know, more pro gamers who are going for... Um, you know, GT Sport who are either already own a pro or would be considering it. But at the same time, there is a big casual audience for the GT games. Mm. Um, like, I've I've known a fair few people who aren't heavily into gaming, but they'll go and buy GT because it's fun for them. So, um, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I just I just don't see... Like, I, I, I see a lot of backlash if they suddenly release just, a, you know, like a limited console in the pro only because then they then they get the people who are holding out just wanting to buy a basic yeah, PS4 100%. to play that game. So yeah, Sony is in the market of selling as many as these of these as, as they can, and obviously the way to do that is by making it as cheap as possible. Yeah, and just being able to slap on that box that it's a Gran Turismo Sport edition is a good eye grabbing way, mm-hmm. and then oh, it's three ninety nine, four ninety nine, whatever it is. Like people are more likely to buy it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and won't care if it's a pro or not. Yeah, fair enough. Well, the, I mean, another another console, a special edition one, was announced as well. It's the Super Nintendo themed new 3DS, 3DS XL. Oh my God, so many letters know, right? in there. Um, but this is looking quite good. If you haven't seen it yet, make sure you jump on our website um, and have a look. Matthew, you'd, you'd definitely be tingling a little bit for this one, right? Look, I I really want it. Um, they actually released. Uh the original uh, 3DS XL, not the new 3DS XL, they actually released uh, a similar version for it in Japan. I'm pretty sure oh, it was Japan It was only. that one. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty pretty sure it was either Japan or the US. They released... Anyway, they Japan, released... A, it was the Famicom, I remember. Yeah, they released a, one that was similarly styled um, in Japan a while back um, for the standard 3DS XL. Uh, and seeing this, like it's an it's an awesome design. Um, yeah, it's cool. You know, and it it works really well. It's it's also capitalizing on the whole SNES Mini. You know, coming out soon. Mm. Um, everything old is new again. Going back to Sonic Mania and Crash Bandicoot and everything else. Um, I I really want one. I don't need one, but I really yeah. want one. Um, the thing that really bugs me. Is that it'll probably be two forty nine yet again with it no is. charger, um, 
and I think I think like Nintendo's at the point where they're they're making huge profits on these things, and I think maybe they could afford to you know help out the fans just that little bit more. Someone someone I was speaking to suggested, oh, you know, like why doesn't it come with a game? I'm like, mate, they can't even put a charger in there. You think they're going to put a game in there? <laughs> Um, but it's a fair point. It's like, why would you not maybe, I don't know, you know, put a put a SNES game in there that, you know, people would like. Mm. Um, doesn't even have to be like a super popular. Just make it a Mario title. Um, you know, that'd be a way to celebrate it. But, um, but yeah, no, I do want it. I do want it. How, how long do you reckon, Shannon, will it be until we start seeing, like, the Switch come out with, like, you know, Super Nintendo Edition and things like that. Do you reckon it will happen? Yeah, when we get Virtual Console, I think the Joy-Cons will still get customised 100%. Whether it's just, like, a skin... Not a skin, but, like, I mean, colour variations or, like, full-on the controls on the Joy-Cons. Like, I think that'll go crazy. That will look dope. Like, the... You know, that Super Nintendo grey with the coloured... that's the good thing about the Joy-Cons. Like, you can just change them up and switch them in and out which is going to be better profit wise for nintendo because people are more likely to spend 60 dollars on a joy con with zelda on it than spend 300 dollars on a system yeah true how long do you reckon it will be until we start seeing like gold and rose gold nintendo switches probably especially in japan that would be huge i just don't think they can do the stock for it at the moment but yeah that that would be huge in japan what were you going to say, Matt? I was going to say, like, um, as we see the 3DS start to die out um, and move on, I think that's when you'll find that a lot more limited, you know, limited random um, stuff like that will come out for the Switch. Mm. Um, they're, they're really, like, you can see at this stage that, yes, they're, they're supporting this, uh, like, they're, they're really moving on to the Switch, but at the same time, they're still heavily supporting the 3DS because um, yeah. it's still making them a fair bit of money. Um and until until the switch is you know the the cash cow that you know it already looks like it's going to be um you know like once once they get supply and demand you know going um i think that we'll start to see more limited uh, switch stuff but at the t- for the time being they don't really want to enrage fans that can't get switches uh by you know releasing a bunch of accessories that you can't use for the switch you don't have mm. so yeah, fair enough. Having fair said enough. that, like we are, we're still pretty lucky here, and that stock is, you know, readily accessible compared to Japan, where they're still raffling off chances to buy one. Um, yeah, I mean, this like it. It actually blows my mind that like we we still have stock around here. Uh, like I haven't seen it sold out pretty much anywhere in a while, uh, but they can't supply it to their own. You know, like home nation so yeah lemons, man lemons. Yeah. I, I hope they can fix it up by Christmas because it's going to be a massive issue if they can't mm. cool well shall we round off the podcast with around what that was weird to say well for what the wiki yes yes we should oh god Once I need again, to get my points back your, your passion and enthusiasm is so so much Bring it. Um, okay. Shannon, you managed to get on the board last week. Matthew, I am the board. That's weird. Um, <laughs> Matthew, what are you? Three, four? Three, four. Uh, four. I'm one behind Brody. I know that much. 
I think Brody's on four, so you must be three. Shannon's yeah. on one. Um, a hundred percent. Let's just put it at that. <laughs> okay. We keep we keep <laughs> asking you and to chime in from his overseas oh, holidays, thought. but he's too busy not listening to the. We cast, mentioned, yeah, so. we mentioned we weren't going to speak about him ever again if we didn't listen to the last one. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've already broken that rule. R.I.P. Anyway, enough about you. And here we go. For those listening, What the Wiki is the podcast game show where I, the host, read out normally a game. But once again, we're going to be reading a game character today, a description of that game character. And the guys here on the show have to try and guess it. Feel free to guess at home if you want. I just won't know what you've guessed and whether you're not you've been correct. So it's a fun game you get to play by yourself unless you're listening to our podcast with friends or family, which is really nice of you. Um... But, boys, are you ready? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Here we go. This character is always cool and collected and never lets anything go to his head. He's never loud-mouthed and makes himself... and uh, never look, makes himself look like an a-hole, not an emo like Cloud. Weird that that is in there. Um, this character redefined the term one-man army. Let's see Lara Croft or Mario save the universe single-handedly and revamp an entire video game genre. Uh, oh, that's right. They can't. This character should be number one. One more. Oh, I forgot to mention to you guys. I'm actually reading like this is like top ten voted. So these are the captions from the people that have actually um, voted. So they may not make sense, but it just adds to the clarity, uh, the funness of the game. Anyway, one more. Uh, enough. Wait, what? That doesn't make sense. Anyway, this this shush. This character is one of the biggest badasses in the gaming world. Although I respect Mario as one of the characters who paved the way, with all due respect, he's old news. That's weird. Okay, that's all I have. That's. Any any clues? I'll give you I'll give you a clue. It's an Xbox character. Shannon. Is it bad? Yeah, Shannon. Master Chief. <laughs> it is Master Chief. <laughs> Very well done. Shook. Those captions were terrible. That was the worst description <laughs> ever. <laughs> no. It's not I a description. It, was pretty good. it had badass and one man army in there. Yeah, but and when it said cloud, it makes it sound like a Final, Final like Fantasy Karen. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they also then... Some of them go on about Lara Croft and Mario, which is weird as well. But, Shannon, anyway. you're, on, you're on the board, um, which is very nice. I'm just going to scroll down to the next one. Here we go. Wonderful. Are you ready? Bring it. Yeah. Cool. Here we go. <laughs> the first caption is... This character rocks. He's a great, playable, fun character. Next one. <laughs> this character is my all-time favorite video game character. Pity Activision screwed him up. Matt. Yes, Matthew. Spyro the Dragon. Shannon. Ooh. Crash Bandicoot. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was indeed Crash Bandicoot. So what? Sorry, you Matthew. Suck. Sorry, Matt. But um, sorry, yeah, you sorry. You lost. Shannon, congratulations. Two for two. Two for two. You're still 100%. Still 100%. (laughs) Um, Matthew. That's what I do. 
I'm going to put it to that you're a bit rusty. You weren't on last week's podcast, so you're just a bit out of sync. But next I'm time... A, I'm going to put it to read better descriptions of characters. <laughs> hey, don't... You can't get angry at me. You're getting angry at the public for writing these captions. So I'm getting angry at you nice. for picking the public's descriptions of characters. I didn't pick them. They're just the top three that are here. I'm just reading what the on website what says. On what site? I don't want to give them a shout out. Um, so, you'll just Well, there to- you go. Pressstart.com.au. Oh, yeah, that is the one. Maybe you should head back on over to Wikipedia and read the characters that way. Maybe it'll be easier. (laughs) You know how hard it is to find, like... The game game is called What the Wiki, after all. If you're not reading off a wiki, then you're kind of cheap. Okay, it's funny that you hate hate what I'm doing now, but the last podcast, you've loved it so much. So, uh, next time, Matthew. Anyway, let's round out this podcast. Thank you for listening to episode 112. Be sure to subscribe on any podcast service of your choice. We are, just to highlight some, on iTunes, on Podcast One. Are we still on Podbean? Is that still Probably. A I'm paying yeah. for it, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I hope we are. I hope so. Um, you can join the conversation. You can always tweet us anything that you would love us to talk about. Um, and you can do so by either hashtagging the Startcast or obviously joining us on our socials at PressStartAU. Like I said, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm, I always. What else are we on? Is that the only social media these days? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? Yeah. We were Snapchatting yeah. for a while, but I forgot the password. <laughs> quality um what else do i have to say i've lost my train of thought oh i've been your host jake barrows you can follow me on my social media instagram and on twitter at underscore jake barrows and joining us today is what the wiki champion shannon grixty thank you you can follow me and send your congratulations to (laughs) shancake underscore on all socials lovely and runner-up being matthew you can you can follow me on all my socials uh my twitter is at mv zamari where my tweets are more quality than shannon's no nah, i noticed you're still doing that stupid my, uh, dot 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 <laughs> instagram my instagram uh that i'm about to th- to read is at matthew vz where my pictures are better than shannon's too so yeah uh, can't deny feel it feel free to feel free to I follow actually, me on those when's the last time you posted to your own instagram shannon a long time ago. I'm too busy running brands here, people. <laughs> He's too busy Snapchatting his dog. I actually yeah. need to... I'm, I'm going to jump Snapchat on Instagram. Ew. Yeah, you are. Thanks. Gross. Anyway. It was Billy's first birthday. Oh, was June. it? In June. Yeah. How many is that in dog years? Seven. Isn't seven. Seven? Yep. Ah. Cute. Anyway... <laughs> What a great way to end the podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Until the next time, happy gaming. Bye. Shannon uses cheat codes. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite. Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall to wall Wi Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. 
The South Dakota Stories, Volume Seven. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands, and I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh! I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota. So little time.